Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto, you have my affection. For you complete the Chibata collection. Thank you. That was the new Chibata collection by Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. is a mood killer production. Welcome to Power Dynamics with KME. Before I get into today's festivities, I would like to thank a few friends of the show. The Kings of Sports podcast, where for as little as $5 a month, you could become a patron of theirs on Patreon and get access to premium content. That's the Kings of Sports podcast. Um, I would also like to thank the BDSIR network. Uh, Google them, like them on all social media platforms. Those are that's our boy Mike Knox with three X's because he's hardcore, or so he claims to be. Love you, Knox. Uh, PWP Nation, uh, PWPNation.com. That's where our boys Jay Leto and uh, Chris Epps, Topher. Apps, if you will. Love both of those guys. Sunday night's main events were for as little as $4 a month. You could become a patron on pay, a, a patron on Patreon. Uh, that's our boys Jay, uh, Jason Agnew and Dan Lavransky. Postwrestling.com where you, for as little as $6 a month you could become a patron of theirs on Patreon and get access to premium content. Good morning, Antioch with Sheree Stort and Don Chambers, of uh, longtime friends of mine. Sheree's actually my cousin. Please like them on uh, page on Patreon as well, and then go to their website, uh, tcadnetwork.com. That's tcadnetwork.com, and like on all social media platforms as well. So, without any further ado, let's talk the dynamics of power. Bury me alive, bury me with pride, bury me with berries that forbidden fruit and cherry wine. Thank you very much, but tonight's my night and I'm buried by swinging for the fences. Barbaric Kendrick and I don't time. Everything in life subject to change, change whip, change grind, change clothes, change opinions. Right before I change my mind, I don't really know your business. Been in this since I was bending Lego block. Now you tell the world about me. Dry snitch, tater tots on my shotgun. I gotta pop with nectar stars. Guys, don't let me I gotta finish at the first rapper on Mars. Mark my word, I'ma make my mark. Even when they start their martial law, even when these Martians alienate my mental state, it's still at the heart. Fuck, look in my eyes, tell me I died, tell me I tried to compromise. Tell me you love me, tell me that I don't give a fuck, I can barely decide. Wish it to let go, my enemies, all of my energy. Go to the Almighty God, I get drowned in a bottle of Hennessy. Fuck you, amenities, I'm getting better with time. I'm waking up. Okay, so. Before I get into what this show is, um, this episode, I want to talk about what this show 
um, what I like this show to become. So this show is going to be about power dynamics. Uh, the, so we're going to be talking about power from various different angles, philosophies on power. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, logical fallacies, how people use propaganda to attain power. We'll be talking about cognitive biases uh, when and how, how people use cognitive biases uh, and how our own cognitive biases kind of maybe sometimes get in the way of us seeing things for what they are. That's what this show is about. Um, I'm politically left for those of you who do not know. Um, I say that out front because I don't want to uh, waste your time if you're not open to what I'm going to say. If you are open to what I'm going to say, then that's very, very good. All opinions are welcomed on uh, power dynamics, but we got to make sure that they're actual opinions and not just denunciation of facts. I'll talk about that later. So this show isn't going to take a whole lot of your time on a weekly basis. Typically, I'm looking to go anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes. The juicier the topic, the longer amount of time I might spend on it. But typically, we're just going to do 15, 30 minutes. You do not have to have a super IQ, super high IQ to enjoy this show. Um, all you have to have is an open mind. And please, if you've got any questions at all, the email is always ablazing. My email address is suckafreeradio at gmail.com. So that's sucker with an H, S-U-C-K-A-H, free, F-R-E-E, radio at gmail.com. And that's where you can go to uh, just email any questions that you might have to me. I'm always open to answer any questions. And uh, again, all opinions are welcome. Well, this isn't going to be a show where I'm going to be mudslinging with people and all that. But I do not mind my opinions being challenged. So without any further ado, let's talk uh, power dynamics. Uh, so one of the things I like to uh, introduce you guys with is just this foreign concept, but yet it seems to be forgotten with a lot of our political leaders. And there is a such thing as fact. There is a such thing of, as fact. I will repeat one more time. There is a such thing as fact. Let that marinate in your head for a little while. It might come up on today's episode and later on, but it will definitely come up in the future. So uh, when I teach my intro to political science classes, the first thing I like to do is talk about power dynamics. That's usually going to be in the first unit of my classes. So the reason why I like to do this is because it gets right uh, to the root of the actual science behind politics. Uh, a lot of people, do when they think political science, they do not think of political science as a science. They think of political science, they think more about the political part and less about the science part. My most, the most, most fascinating thing to me about political science is the science part. 
So as a political scientist, it is my job to study theories on power, how power is attained, how power is earned, how, how it can be used, and how power can be manipulated. These are important to understand to, under, to be able to understand why some of our elected officials are in power. Uh, the f- first uh, thing I do in my political science classes is break down uh, the concept of power, this concept of power. What is power? Um, I like to break that down in its rawest forms. Uh, and these forms are going to be hard power and soft power. So let's start with hard power, which is going to be an easy concept to understand. Again, you, you don't have to be a genius to appreciate this show because I'm not trying to talk over anybody's head or prove how smart I am or anything like this. I'm just trying to show you guys that I understand the dynamics of power. So hard power is going to be a coercive approach. Uh that's going to be a, a corrosive por- approach to like international relations, to politics, especially one that involves military power. So when you do, so the example I will use for this is when you do not follow the law, there's going to be consequences for it, right? If you speed, you get a ticket for it. If you speed enough times, you'll probably end up losing your uh, driving privilege. Not your right, your driving driving privilege. Uh, you, when you skip class every day, if you skip class every day and you don't do the homework, um, you might fail the class. That's for all my college students out there. If you get caught stealing, you'll get arrested for it. The, um, these are um, elements of hard power, force, um, co- hard consequences, punishments, uh, that's what's going to happen when you break the law. You know that what's coming is coming. So now let's look at soft power. So soft power is the ability to ch- attract, co-opt, and co-opt rather than coerce uh, like you do with soft power. Soft power is the ability to shape uh, preferences of others through appeal and attraction. With soft power, you do not have to coerce people because people are going to willingly follow you if they've got soft power. The the messages you spread to them will be so palpable that they're going to want to be a part of it, whatever that, that message is. It's not something that you have to shoot somebody for or threaten to shoot them or threaten harm them if they don't listen to you or threaten to punish them, threaten them with jail time if they don't punish you. So one of my favorite quotes comes from the author of The Color Purple, Alice Walker. She states, the most common way people give up up their power is by thinking they do not have any. So I'm going to read this again. Let this resonate with you. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking they do not have any. How many times have you been in a situation where you have just kind of forfeited your power? You just resigned your power. You've been like, I do not have power. But you secretly, um, not so secretly, actually, you actually did have power. 
ask yourself, have you ever been in this situation where you, uh, where you thought you may not have any power, but the whole time you did have power and you didn't realize it? Was there a girl that you wanted to break up with and you thought, I can't break up with her because of this or that. She might do this or she might do that. But the whole time you really could, you just didn't want to. Or you were with this this boy, this this man that you liked and you wanted to kind of separate yourself from him. But you didn't do it because you want to protect the kids or you want you're not sure how he's going to react to it. Etc. We give up our power in a multitude of different ways. So, a long time ago in another lifetime, I got my heart broken. So, got my heart broken several times. And the reason why my heart was broken is because the person who was with me decided they did not want to be with me anymore for whatever reason or another. And um, at the time, I was kind of you know, not the individual that I am today. So breaking up with me um, made a whole, whole lot of sense. What I had to realize in those moments, though, is I can only control the way I do things. That is the ultimate power that we as individuals have. Our power is in how we react to situations, not in what the decisions other people make. So your girlfriend is breaking up with you. Your boyfriend is breaking up with you. That's one thing. How are you going to react to that? How are you going to let that thing weigh you down or are you going to be sad for a little while and then get back on your feet and do what you have to do? Not this and this goes for any situation, whether it's a breakup, a divorce, somebody says they're not talking to you anymore, whatever. We all have power in these situations, but we have to understand our power. And it's all right to be sad when bad things happen, but it's not fine to dwell on them forever in a day. Soft power leaders are confident. Or they can at least pretend that they're confident. That's the one thing you have to understand about soft power leadership. If you are utilizing your soft power skills well, it can lead you into a position of hard power, uh, like a job or a political office. So Barack Obama was a brilliant soft power leader. His words inspired devotion in others, and it led him all the way to the White House. Donald Trump is a brilliant soft power leader. His words inspired devotion in others, and it led him all the way to the White House as well. Both men are two very opposite ends of the spectrum, but both are very good at what they do, and that is getting devotion in the map out of the masses. In my opinion, uh, Donald Trump is a disgusting human being. (laughs) I can't uh, say that any more bluntly. I do not like Donald Trump's politics. I do not like his demeanor. I do not like the way he utilizes his power. But he does inspire, and I do think he inspires the worst out of people. I would never call Donald Trump smart or a genius or anything like that, but 
the areas that he knows, he knows. And there's no denying that. Donald Trump is a self-promoter, so he knows that power of uh, repeating phrases. The As I've said many times before, I've always said there was no collusion. Where is the collusion? You know, they're still looking for collusion. Where is the collusion? In the meantime, no collusion. No obstruction, no collusion, no obstruction. There is no collusion. You know why? Because I don't speak to Russians. There was no collusion. There was no nothing. It's a disgrace. The only collusion is between Hillary and the Russians. They all say there's no collusion. And there is no collusion. It's a Democrat hoax. Yes, there was absolutely no collusion. They found no collusion whatsoever with Russia. No collusion. So they find no collusion. There was no collusion with the Russians power of repetition. Donald Trump is masterful at the power of repetition. And if you say something enough times on a big enough platform, people will believe it. Uh, Phrases like everybody knows and everybody thinks and everybody loves me and everybody agrees with me and stuff like that. You see the statement uh, the, uh, the substance of the statement doesn't have to be true. But if you say it enough times, people, the people that love you will start believing it. No collusion, no collusion, no collusion. You say that enough times, it's going to resonate with certain segments of the audience. This doesn't mean that this segment of the audience is dumb or anything. What it means is that they have confirmation bias, and we are going to get into that. Make America great again. Make America great again. That's that's what we call a platitude. You say it enough times, it's going to resonate with some people, but it's also a dog pit whistle because the, the segment of the audience that wants to hear one thing, they're going to hear that. And the segment of the audience that wants to hear something else, they're going to hear it. When I hear Make America Great Again, it, it does not uh, spark uh, positive images out of me. So listen to this clip from the movie Remember the Titans starring starring Denzel Washington real quick. Good morning, good morning, good morning, coaches. How are you? Good morning to you. How are you? It's good day, Denzel. Just wanted to let you know what the offense is doing. An awful skinny playbook, ain't it? Yeah, well, I run six plays, split beers like Novocaine. Just give it time, always works. See you on the bus. Be patient, Bill. Your time will come. Well, here we go. Here we go. How can I help you, boys? I'm Gary Bertier. The only All-American you got on this team. You want any of us to play for you? You reserve half the open positions for Hammond players. Half the offense, half the special teams. We don't need any of your people on defense. We're already set. Uh-huh. Don't need none of my people. Mm-hmm. What you say your name was uh, Jerry? Gary. No, you must have said Jerry, like Lewis, which would make you Dean Martin, right? Ladies and gentlemen, I got an announcement to make. We got Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin going to camp with us here this year. Jerry tells the jokes, Dean sings the songs, and gets the girl. Let's give him a round of applause. Where's your folks, Gary? Parents, are they here? Where are they? That's my mother. 
That's your mama? Mm-hmm. Very nice, I want you. Take a good look at her. Because once you get on that bus, you ain't got no mama no more. You got your brothers on the team, and you got your daddy. Now, you know who your daddy is, don't you? Gary, if you want to play on this football team, you answer me when I ask you, who is your daddy? Who's your daddy, Gary? Who's your daddy? You. Uh-huh. And whose team is this? Is this your team, or is this your daddy's team? Yours. Mm-hmm. Get on the bus. Put your jacket on first. Dean, fix that tie, son. And uh, I will get back to you in a second and we will discuss. Okay, so do you see what Denzel does in that clip? clip? Uh, he is already the coach of the team. So that's going to be what we call the hard power submits position. Uh, but Gary and his friend feel the need to test his power. If you had the chance to watch this clip, watch it on YouTube. Um, Denzel, Denzel Washington watch, walks with such stoicism. And the minute you see this guy, you believe in his power. Uh, <clears throat> Gary and his friend, though, they still feel the urge to uh, test his power and see where his power got lies and uh, where it stops. Here's the thing about any form of power, where it power, where it's whether it's hard power or soft power, the power has to be believed. Again, the power has to be believed. It's one thing to state that you have power. It's even another thing to be given a position of power. The masses have to believe in your power. That's going to be very, very important. Had Denzel in this scene, Coach Boone, had he had gone uh, and say, oh, um, Mr. Gary, please, you are the, the master of this team. I will do anything you say. I love you so much, sir and done that, then his power would have automatically not been believed. The team would have done what they wanted to do, and the Titans wouldn't have went under, undefeated that season. So, and then had he had gone the other way and laid down the iron fist and been like, what the heck you fools talking about? Then that wouldn't have worked either. The way he handled it was, was very, very well. He didn't yell, raise his voice. He did embarrass the kid. He he told him in front of a group of people, in front of the kid's mom, just told him, hey, who's your daddy? <laughs> and then the kid believed it. And the kid's mom believed it, and everybody outside believed it. There was no need to yell or whatever. So I want to go back to this concept of cognitive biases. Uh this, this concept is um, a very interesting concept. So a cognitive bias is going to be defined as a systematic error in thinking affects the that affects decisions and judgments that people make. 
Some of these biases are related to memory. The way you remember an event might uh, may be based for a number of uh, reasons. So this is going to be a cognitive bias. Um, is we remember things in certain ways, and as time persists, our memories of events kind of change, and the way things are told of to us are going to shape um, our cognitive biases. So I'm going to repeat this phrase again because I think I kind of got lost on it. The, the way you remember an event may be biased for a number of reasons and in turn lead to biased thinking and decision-making. Th uh, thank you for that, Google. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, there are several biases, but I want to stick to just one today and perhaps on future episodes we'll go through each and every one of these but i want to talk about confirmation bias so confirmation bias is going to be the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs and theories so with confirmation bias you one does not care about information that isn't in line with the information they already believe. So in fact, uh, they will um, go out of their way to actively seek out information that proves them right without any consideration for a contrary belief. So I want to talk about the Central Park 5 case for a second. Uh, for example, they were victims of confirmation bias by this Linda Farstein lady and this uh, Elizabeth Letterer, who was the prosecutor of the case. So even in the face of science DNA evidence, both would not budge from their stance that these boys committed this heinous rape that they were accused of. <clears throat> to, to this very day, uh, Linda Farstein and President Trump, who actually took um, full-page articles um, asking for the death of these kids, maintain that they were right and that these boys were guilty, even in the face of actual proven facts. So this is what I mean by facts have to matter. DNA evidence is there for a reason. It's science, and it, it makes sense. So if um, these boys... Uh, committed this act of rape, the only way they could have conceivably done this would be if they went to the scene, cleaned back up, went back to the rape scene after they allegedly raped this woman, cleaned up all of their DNA, and then left, then maybe it would make sense for them to be guilty. But we all, we, we all have brains and we know that didn't happen. Um, another way it would make sense is if the actual rapist whose DNA was all over the scene, who admitted that he did it, uh, was uh, he cleaned up those boys' DNA and just made sure all of his DNA was there. How he would go about doing that, I don't know, but facts have to matter. So it's problematic for society as a whole to um, just blow off and laugh at facts. So a Republican blowhard like someone like a Candace Owens is quoted stating via Twitter, uh, 
and I'm going to read this quote from Candace Owens and just let it sit with you for a second. This is exactly the problem. The media relies on black emotion. Few people read details of the case. Now, blacks are more are once again being emotionally manipulated by leftists. I. Uh, let me see what the rest of this says. I agree with you wholeheartedly, Brandon. The the Central Park Five were not innocent. And then she goes on to provide no facts of the case, which I thought was was hilarious. Uh, and she 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 says these boys were guilty. They weren't innocent. Read the facts of the case. And then she doesn't state any of the facts on the case of the Twitter, not one fact, and just leaves it alone. Uh, says they're guilty and read the facts and then provide no, I, not one iota of a fact. <laughs> this funny stuff from her. Facts mean nothing to people like Candace Owens. They tout blatant falsehoods to their base. Owens is the most influential of these uh, situations because she has, she's uh, a proxy for what others in her party want to say but can't say because it's a bridge too far for them. So Candace Owens can say uh, blacks can easily be emotionally manipulated because she is in. Um, uh, she's a black woman herself and the media and the masses are not going to attack her the same way they would attack somebody white for saying it. It's important to understand that. And she understands this power and she takes advantage of it and she uses it to her fullest advantage. Uh, Someone like a Candace Owens she knows what her base wants to wants to hear. So she's going to feed into their confirmation bias and only present them with that one-sided way of thinking. She's not going to give an alternative view of things because she's just filled with confirmation bias. So does the left do this as well? I think... Everybody has a tendency to feed into our own confirmation biases. I haven't seen the left as blatant as Owens or Donald Trump or anyone like that. Um, I haven't seen the left just spit in the face of actual facts. Uh, A lot of us on the left waited for the facts to come out before we... Um, cast guilt or innocence on those Central Park Five boys. And when the facts came out and said that they didn't do it, uh, that's what mattered. So as much as I despise what Owen stands for and what she does for a living, she's a great example of modern-day right-wing soft-power leadership. So in the scholastic world, facts still have to matter. Knowledge is not power, you can uh, know things and still do nothing about it. So n- knowledge is not power. It's going to be the utila- utilization of power. That's where um, the, the utilization of knowledge, that's where the power is going to lie. So this, uh, the, uh, not, 
knowledge has to be used to fight this kind of intellectual tyranny um, and that's where the real power is going to lie so I am KME for Mood Killer Radio and let's take our power back Critics agree Dora and the Lost City of Gold is the family film you've been searching for. Go get it! It's packed with action, full of surprises, and will knock your boots off. The discovery of a lifetime. Dora and the Lost City of Gold, rated PG, in theaters Friday. The big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions.